Welcome back to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. We're at episode 114 and today we're talking about one of my favorite topics, which is how to market your business with confidence. So if you want to learn some of my secrets, then make sure you stick around. Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. I'm your host, Suze Chadwick, founder, author, speaker, and bold branding and business coach. Right here on this podcast, you'll learn how to create an epic brand, profitable business, get marketing savvy, and we'll help you find the confidence to step up as the CEO to scale and grow. Ready? Let's go. Oh, well, hello there. So good to have you back on the podcast. I love being in your earbuds or maybe I'm in the car with you or I'm on a walk with you wherever I am with you. I am excited that you are tuning in. Welcome to a new financial year if you are in Australia because I am recording this the first week of July and you know I kind of feel like I'm just going to use the new financial year as like my optimistic point of reference for the next 12 months just being amazing because the last six months (laughs) have not been amazing. So I'm going to like project and say the next 12 months are going to be so much better. Yeah. Let's just be optimistic and fingers crossed that that's, that's what's going to happen. But if this is the first time you're joining me, then welcome. My name is Chadwick. It is awesome to have you here. I I'm here pretty much every single week talking to you about brand, marketing, confidence, mindset, all of the things that I'm super, super passionate about. And it is great to have you here. And today is no different. Today, I'm talking all about how you can market your business with confidence. I have been chatting with a lot of my Brand Builder Academy ladies and just clients in general about how they can really sell with ease. And really enjoy the process. And I actually had a client the other day that uh, is in Brand Builders Academy. We were having a chat and we mapped out how she was going to talk about her processes and how she's going to work with her clients. And she sent me a message just saying, oh my gosh, I did it. The client loved it. They didn't blink at the price. And I felt really confident talking about how I work with them. And so I just really want to support you and help you to be able to sell with ease and market what you have with confidence and actually enjoy it because I really do enjoy the process of selling what I have. And that's because I believe in what I have and I know that it's great. And so I want people to experience it. And so I think that that is a big part of it. We're going to be talking more about that today. But listen, before we dive into this week's episode, I do want to let you know that Brand Builders Academy, which is my signature course, which is all about how you can create the business structure, strategies and systems to be able to scale your business will be opening very, very soon. So you can head to suzechadwick.com forward slash BBA and you can sign up for the wait list so that you can be the first to know when doors open, which I'm very, very excited about. And we've already had a few people jumping in a little bit early because of the financial year, but I cannot wait for this next live round. And I actually think that this next live round is even more important than normal because of the time that we're in and building a brand that really stands out and that attracts the clients that you want so that you don't always have to be marketing because I think that there's a really great balance there is so important. And so 
Now is the time to spend the time and invest in how you grow and build your business from this point on. So if you want to check that out, head to suzechadwick.com forward slash BBA for Brand Builders Academy. And I hope to see you on the inside. But listen, let's dive into this week's episode. I'm excited. So today I'm going to take you through six key things that I actually think really help me to feel really confident when I'm marketing and more importantly, actually help me enjoy marketing as well. So the first thing is really understanding the problem that you solve at a deeper level. Now, if you're sitting there going, oh, Suze, I've heard this before. Can I just say that when I actually speak to a lot of clients or women in business or people and I say, what problem do you solve? They give me a really shallow answer. Like it could just be something where it's like I help people have great websites or I help people to do X, you know, have great copy. But my question is, what work have you done to really get under the skin of your ideal clients? What is it that they're actually thinking and feeling? And so I've shared with this, I've shared this with you before as well is that when I started, so this was like five, four or five years ago, is that I interviewed 50 or more women and I regularly use question surveys as part and parcel of my business on a regular basis. And the reason is because I actually think that you can't create amazing products and services unless you understand to a really deep level the problem that you solve and not just the problem that you solve but all of the things that go with that problem. So whether I'm you know speaker coaching or I'm doing a business or brand session with a client we're always asking when we're looking at the ideal client it's not just like a woman between the age of 35 and 45 you know who lives in Melbourne whatever that is we're really saying what is going on in the world right now that impacts our client yeah so the problem that you solve should be fluid shouldn't just be a static problem that you think somebody deals with all the time because that problem is going to look different depending on maybe a stage of somebody's life. Maybe it is what's happening in the world. So how does the problem look right now when it comes to how somebody is building a brand and building their business during COVID, during lockdown? during what could potentially be a recession, things like that. So what am I talking about and sharing and how am I kind of looking at how I'm pivoting that uh, problem and talking about it because it needs to be relevant to what people are feeling and thinking now. And so if you're just kind of talking about a problem that's general and you're not ensuring that it's relevant. And I feel like that is the main word for this particular point when it comes to understanding the problem you solve at a deeper level. It's understanding the relevancy of that problem to your customer. So questions that you can be asking are, what's going on in the world right now that impacts my client? What are they struggling with when it comes to, you know, whatever's happening in the world? What are they experiencing and how are they feeling? And so I want you to take what it is that you do and I want you to ask those questions. Like get a notepad, 
write it down. And if you can't answer that at a really deep level where you've had conversations with clients who have told you exactly what they're struggling with, what they're experiencing and how they're feeling, and you kind of aren't listening to that and really thinking about how you use that when you talk about what you do, then I think you're missing a massive opportunity. Whenever I'm either going into like a live launch like Brand Builders Academy or I'm going to be talking about that I'm also putting out a writer's retreat, which I've just sold out, but it's really looking at what do people want and what is something that can really help them in this moment. So you have to be relevant and understand how what you do helps them right now. Yeah, you can have a product that will serve different people at different times but you've just got to let them know how it fits with their life right now. So other questions that you can ask is if they don't solve this problem, what's the outcome for them in the current climate, in the current world as we are living in it and as we see it? If they don't find the right person to help them, how will they feel? And so that's the first thing. That's kind of a layer that I think a lot of people miss. I think that they kind of skim over it. They give a really standard answer. They talk about problems that maybe they've heard from around the traps. But if you're not having these types of conversations at a deeper level with your clients or with your potential clients or with your followers, then you're missing an opportunity. Because the thing is, is that when you come to sell your products and services, you need to be selling it in a way that is relevant to people's current situation and what they're experiencing. So that's number one is understand the problem you solve at a much deeper level. Use things like surveys, interviews, questions, and make sure that you also understand that if they don't solve that problem right now, what is the outcome that they will have? How will they feel and what will that look like? Yeah. And then also think about if they do solve this problem with whatever it is you offer, what does that look like for them too? So you need to kind of have both sides of the coin. And I want you to sit down and actually spend time writing this out. And I want you to at least come up with like 5, 10, 15, 20 different things that your customers are experiencing and that they're feeling and that they're struggling with. And if you can't come up with at least five or 10 things that people are struggling with when it comes to what it is that you do, then I'm just going to really encourage you to dig a bit deeper, have more conversations, and once again, really go to a much deeper level with it as well. So I think that's the first thing when it comes to being able to market what you have with confidence is being able to talk to the problem in a much deeper way. The second thing when it comes to loving marketing and really enjoying it and feeling confident with it is actually just shifting your mindset around sharing what you have. So once you really understand the problem, and like we were just talking about, not in a shallow or basic way, but really understand it at a much deeper level, then it can really help you to shift your mindset because now you're talking about a real problem that people have, and it's something that you can connect with yourself. I am so passionate about making sure that women in business understand how to create a profitable business, how to step up as the CEO, how to have the right strategies that actually mean that they can achieve their goals. Why? Because I have watched so many women and I've been through this myself in the early days. I watched so many women work their butts off for no money. 
yeah, or not understand how to really create a message that stands out, how to price for profit and how to really go to market in a way that connects with their audience. And so that's why I built Brand Builders Academy. And so you've really got to be able to think about if I understand the problem and I connect with it on a much deeper level, then if I don't talk about this and if I don't share it and if I've got a mindset of, oh, well, you know, people don't want to hear this, then they are going to miss out and I'm not going to be able to help those women that I really want to help. So really think about that problem and then think about your mindset. And so what I'd love you to do is write down everything you're thinking when it comes to selling what you have. So don't just tell me you're not comfortable or you don't know what to do. Write it all down. So it may be thoughts like people don't want what I have. They won't buy from me. I'm not good enough. This won't sell. So whatever those thoughts are, write it all down. Because if you don't understand what the opportunity is for people, then you're not going to shift these thoughts. Yeah. So the other thing to look at and ask is when you write all of these things down is, is this true? So if you're saying people don't want what I have, is that true? And I really want you to look at this like objectively and say, well, do they buy what you sell from other people? The answer is probably yes. So really, it's not that they don't want it. If you're saying they won't buy from me, you know, write why you think that. Now, there may be some truth in that statement, yeah, but maybe they're not buying because they don't know about you. Maybe you're not visible. Maybe you're not building a brand that is connecting and speaking to your audience. Maybe you're not sharing and marketing what you have. So even though they know about you, they're not aware of the fact that they can work with you now. So you're not staying front of mind. Yeah. So really think about what is it that you think is going on, why they're not buying from you write it all down and then really think about, is this true? So when it comes to your mindset, you have to shift through what is reality and true and what you're just telling yourself, because that feels easier to say, you know, that it's your customers not buying and not that you're not selling or marketing. So I'm just going to say that again, sometimes it feels easier for us to go, well, nobody's buying, nobody's got any money, nothing's happening in the market, we're in COVID and nobody's spending. And so, you know, I'm not going to be able to get any bookings or I'm not going to be able to get any customers. And that is just a mindset. Can I just tell you that it is not true? You know, I had two weeks ago on the podcast, some amazing small businesses that were absolutely feeling the hit of what's happening right now and were able to turn it around. And that's something I'm speaking to some of my BBA ladies about as well, is really looking at, is what I've got something I can be selling right now? Am I just not talking about it? Am I not putting it out there? Am I not being visible with it? Or do I need to actually be thinking about whether I create other products and services during this time to ensure that I'm generating revenue and attracting the right clients and all the rest of it. So you've really got to look at your mindset and make sure that you're not just telling yourself stories about what's happening. And like I said, you know, it's not to say that people are not struggling now, but it's how can you potentially do something a little bit different, 
you know, change things up a bit, look at how you can have some online elements to your business, any of those things so that you can make sure that when you're talking about people aren't buying from me, you are creating a solution for that. And that leads me to number three, which is really about how are you communicating with your customers, audience and followers? So I get messages on a regular basis. I actually got one yesterday uh, and it's just around, I'm just not getting customers. And my regular response to it is, have you connected with your email subscribers to let them know that they can buy, book, shop from you right now? Are you sharing your offers in different ways to your followers on social on a regular basis? Are you connecting with old customers directly to touch base and see if they need you again or just ask how they're doing? And are you story selling and showing what it's like to work with you so that they can see the opportunity you're offering? Now, I actually went back into my CRM system, which is my customer relationship management system, uh, where if somebody contacts me on my website, it then goes into that system uh, and it comes up as a lead usually. And so I can then send quotes to them once I understand what it is that they need. And so a week or two ago, I actually went and followed up on a whole lot of Uh, people that I'd either sent quotes to in the last six or 12 months. And I just touched base and said, hi, how are you doing? I just wanted to check how things are going. Um, And also just to let you know that if you still wanted to book this session, then feel free to do that. And so I contacted about nine people and I got three strategy session bookings. Yeah. So by following up, And people were like, oh my gosh, Sue, so awesome that you contact me again. Yes, actually, I do need to do this. I've been wanting to do it. Um, So now is a great time to do it. And so you've just got to remember that you have to be following up with people. And I always say the fortunes in the follow-up. I don't say it. I don't know who originally said it, but that's a saying that I love and that I find true. So I really want you to think about how are you communicating and connecting with your customers, audience and followers? Are you just kind of leaving money on the table because you're not connecting with them? You're not letting them know you're available? Are you not kind of sharing any promos with them? Things like that. And just remember your selling doesn't have to be hardcore. Yeah, it's about consistently sharing what you have and consistently letting people know what's happening with you, what you're doing and how they can work with you. So if you're struggling with it, then work out your content strategy so that you're keeping your promos and work with me posts the copy that you're creating, the captions, all of that happening regularly. So obviously not all the time, but regularly enough to keep them up to date. And then the fourth thing is pre-selling is really just asking around if people are interested in things. And so I just want you to try different ways of creating customers in your business. You know, there are there, you can actually put an offer out so that people can buy it. You can share on your socials that you've got spots available. If there are specific bookings that you take, Um, you can email your list. You can run ads if you want to. 
you know, there are different ways that you can really be looking at how you're attracting your audience. Now, one of the things that I do like doing whenever I can is pre-selling. And so if you follow me, you may have seen that I'm running a book writer's retreat. I actually asked on Instagram about a month ago, I think it was, who might be interested in something like this. Now, can I just tell you that I actually hadn't worked out any of the details. Yeah, I hadn't put any time into it. I was just kind of interested to see, are there other people that are interested in writing their books, like getting some time aside and really looking at how they're doing it strategically? And so I put a poll out on Insta stories, just yes or no, would you be interested in a Victorian-based writer's retreat? And then everybody who said yes, I basically just took a screenshot of that and then just kept it in my images on my phone and I didn't do anything else with it. And so I've recently booked a girls weekend at a holiday and retreat house in Victoria. So I just decided to use the same space. So once I had costed it all out, I just duplicated a sales page that I already had because we were supposed to be in Bali at the moment for the Brand Builders Academy retreat, uh, which obviously we've had to postpone. But I just took that same retreat page. I just copied it on my website. I edited the photos and the content and I kind of got it up within about an hour one afternoon. I was listening to music and I just kind of got that up. And then what I did is I didn't actually advertise it anywhere. I just sent it to the people that had said yes, that they were interested and got all my bookings from there. So I had pre-sold it. They knew that I was going to do it. They knew that it was coming. And then I was able just to give them that sales page really easily uh, and had people book in. And then I had one place left. And so I just put that on socials. And then within an hour of putting that up, I sold that spot as well. So I just think that when it comes to how you're selling and marketing, if you have really strong templates that you can use over and over again, like a sales page, then creating a product or service can be really easy. Yeah. It means that it You've got consistency of your branding, consistency of look and feel. It's something that you can make live within a very short period of time. I also have an event financial spreadsheet that I've used for all my events. So I use that and just made sure that my profit was factored into that as well as the costs. And then I was able to get that up quickly and easily and make sure that that was something that I had costed well so that I am getting paid for the time that I'm spending doing that particular service, which leads me to number five, which is pricing for wow factor. So when it comes to selling, one of the things that I am always really passionate about is creating an amazing experience. I talk about brand experience all the time. Um, And I've said it before, for me, I want beautiful surrounds. I want great food and wine. I want fantastic people and I want bonuses and surprise and delight factors. So when I price something, I factor all that in and I make sure that I've got the cost of everything. Then I add the bonuses. I add my profit for the time and my expertise of doing that that product or service. Uh, And then I obviously come out with a cost per person. So if you create something unique, special and that has amazing value attached, then you will sell it with joy. Plus people want it because it looks so great and it sounds so great. And you have invested in making sure that it is a great experience for them. So whether it's a retreat, a product or service, think about what you're selling. Yeah. Are you selling a widget 
as in just this thing? Or are you selling an experience? Are you selling something that will solve a deeper problem? Plus, it's just something that builds desire for your audience as well. So if you ever look at somebody who is selling something and it just seems like it sells like really easily, then look at the energy around it. Look at the desire they built. Think about the problem that they're talking about and and who they're targeting and what problem they're solving. You know, the images that they use, the language that they use, all of it makes such a big difference. And I remember somebody a while ago saying that, you know, something when they price something, they try and make it a much higher price point because it means that they can create incredible experiences. It means that they can send amazing gifts that surprise and delight their customers as well. And so I think that if you are trying to price things that are really cheaply, then number one, you're going to, I think, be annoyed at yourself and resentful about the fact that you're not really getting paid what you think that you should be for the time, expertise and effort that you're putting in. Secondly, you can't surprise and delight your clients because you've got no fat in there to be able to do that. And thirdly, all of those bonuses and the extra things that you are able to factor into the price really make it highly desirable. More people will want what you have. So just make sure that you are pricing for wow factor and that you are really thinking about the opportunity for people to solve their problem on a much deeper level, but also create something that's an exceptional brand experience that more people are going to want. So even now I've sold out the writer's retreat and I've already got like four people on the wait list for the next one. And they're like, if somebody drops out, let me know I'm there. So create desire around what it is that you do and just know that people will pay for quality. Number six is the language you use is half the battle. So there are two ways that you can look at this. Firstly, If you can capture the pain point, which we've talked about, and show that you really understand it and what the opportunity is for people, then you'll be able to get them to engage in the first instance. So we're going back to point one and really understanding those pain points, yeah? Secondly, sometimes you can sell something that people don't even know they want or need, but it's something you know you can help people with who want a specific outcome. So if you can make people's journeys from A to B better, more interesting, help them along the way, then even though they may never have thought to buy this particular product or service, you're now showing them that there is potentially a better or more fun way to do what they want to do, you know, which is what the writer's retreat was about. You don't need a retreat in order to write a book, but it's a lot more fun to connect with other people and learn and work together to be able to do it. Otherwise, it's quite a solitary activity that you do. So think about how you're talking about your products and services. You know, are you excited about them or are they your best kept secrets? So if you are really looking at the problem that you solve, how you can go to a deeper level, ask more questions, get more answers. You should be able to write at least like 10, 15, 20 key things that your customers are struggling with. 
If you can really understand what the problem is that you're solving, it will help you shift your mindset around sharing what you have because you know that this is a problem. You know that people are struggling with it and that you know that you've got a great solution for it. And just remember that if you're like, well, nobody's buying, I really want you to ask yourself, is that true or are you just not showing up? The third thing that we were talking about was how you're communicating with your customers and making sure that you have left no stone unturned, that you have contacted old clients, that you have contacted new clients, that you are following up all the time. This is what really stepping up as a CEO in your business is about as well. When I look at my CEO days, these are the things I'm doing weekly. So not just like, you know, once every once in a while or every now and again, it's every week. I am following up on clients that I had discovery calls with. I'm following up on people who sent me messages on Instagram saying, oh, this looks really good. I really want to like consider it. And I'm following up with them. Yeah. And so you've got to have this as a weekly practice that you are constantly doing and making it just part of how you run your business. And really think about how you're making sure you're emailing your subscribers you're following up with customers, you're asking for your loyal and amazing customers to refer you. Yeah, so have a list of all of these things that you need to be doing on a regular basis. Number four was really pre-selling and asking. If you've got new ideas, then ask your audience, is this something that you're interested in? Um, And hopefully when you're in that research phase that we talked about in phase one, you should be able to test this out as well. So if somebody's got a problem, you'd be like, well, would you do a one-on-one like coaching session for that? Uh, Would I be able to help you in this way? So just brainstorm and see what could potentially work. Because I just kind of think that some of the things that I've just thought off the cuff about and that I've created have been some of my most profitable products or services. So I think you've just got to be really agile and nimble when it comes to how you are discovering potentially new products or services that you could be offering to your customers. Number five, which is one of my favorites, which is price for wow factor. Uh, and you know, like we just said, it's really about costing in something that is an exceptional experience that people want to be part of that they're excited by. And just remember all of the sensory things. Yeah. So people buy with their eyes. We buy like the experience that you're sharing with us in the caption or on the sales page, like really romance me (laughs) for want of a better word. Make me think, oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. That sounds so good. I want to be part of that. I love it that I had people that messaged me just going, I'm not writing a book, but I just want to come. Yeah, you've got to build in the desire and the language that you use and the wow factor that you create does that. Yeah, and so if you really do want to become confident with how you're marketing and enjoy it, then those are the key things that you need to be thinking about and doing. Those are the things that will make all the difference. Can I just tell you, I have had so much fun like sharing and marketing the retreat. I knew that it would sell out because there's so much value and I've got some amazing ladies that are coming in and doing bonus sessions. We've got a winery lunch. We've got cheese platters. Can I just tell you, I will be running those sessions in this beautiful house down by the beach 
in my Ugg boots. Uh, And so it's really about this is going to be something that is going to give you an amazing outcome. Plus, it's just going to be fun and enjoyable and you're going to learn a lot and you're going to be surrounded by other people who are driven and want to do the same things that you do as well. And so really think about how you are not just talking about what they're going to get and the opportunity, but also who else are they going to be around? Do they get a lot of time with you? Do they get a lot of time with other people? You know, I can't remember who said it, but I do love that saying of people come for the content and they stay for the community. And I think Brand Builders Academy is that as well. We've got an incredible community of women who are doing big things and who are agile and thinking differently and wanting to stand out. And so creating a community can also be a really big selling point of your products and services. And so make sure that you're sharing that as well. You know, one of the things I've been wanting to do for BBA is to create a business directory so that we can work with each other, but also so that I can have that on my website to showcase the Brand Builder Academy ladies as well. And so that's something that I've just done now. And that's like an amazing bonus for people who are going to be joining Brand Builders Academy in this next live round too. So really think about those bonuses, those surprise and delights, those extra things that you can do that can really make a difference and that can really attract the type of people that you want to attract. So those are six key things that you can be doing right now that can really help you to get confident and learn to enjoy marketing what you have. Now, if you have any questions about this, then you can always hit me up at Suze Chadwick on Instagram and ask away. This is actually one of my favorite topics because I do really enjoy my marketing and I really want my customers and my clients and I want you to learn to love it as well. Because I think that if you really love marketing what you have, people can feel it. People can really feel it. Like I can always feel when somebody's excited about something and I can see that it's going to be amazing. And so it makes me want to buy it. Yeah. So really think about how you're selling the opportunity and the experience and the problem that you're solving as well. But that is it for another week. I have loved having you here. If you enjoyed this episode, then I would love you to share it as well, wherever you like to share it. And if you share it on the gram, then tag me at Suze Chadwick. But if you want to learn to get confident and really learn to enjoy marketing what you have as well and building a bold brand that attracts the type of clients that you want, then do make sure you check out Brand Builders Academy, suzechadwick.com forward slash BBA. I would love to have you in there. And if you've got any questions, just let me know. But until next time, have an amazing week and make sure you keep playing big and branding bold.